0: It's not uncommon, it's something they do, and they've been busted for doing it before. Are we at one of those moments in history in which there is the necessity for a new world order? There's a need for a new world order, but it has different characteristics in different parts of the world. Welcome to Lisa Haven News. Hi, everyone. Lisa Haven here, and you are listening to Red Alert Radio. Well, I've got a lot of interesting things that I want to talk to you guys about. Uh, But for starters, I want to focus on an article uh, that was sent to me by a dear friend, Steve Quayle, and it was at truthkeepers.com. The title, if you guys want to look it up, is Will People Awaken? When it's high time, and the article really focuses on you know the times that we live in. If you are a Christian and you, and you follow uh, the same principles I do, then we know that turmoil will hit uh, before the great and coming day of the Lord. That uh, chaos will ensue at some level. And the question that this article asks is: Are you ready? Are you prepared? Here's what Romans thirteen eleven says: And do this, knowing the time that now is high time to awaken out of sleep, for our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Now, the Greek word for high time is hora, and it actually means a defined time or season, the 12th hour, the end of the day, immediately uh, before it gets dark. But in the spiritual sense, it actually means... Uh, Like eschatology speaking, we must be awakened, as in wake up to the reality. It is high time to pay attention. Now Thessalonians is another good one to, to read. This is Thessalonians 5, 4 to 8, and this is what it says. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are sons of light and sons of day. We are not of the night, nor of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night. But those who get drunk, drunk at night. But those who are of the sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love as the helmet of hope and of salvation. Now, a lot of you are familiar with some of that, but that again is urging us to be ready in Christ, to be ready in the times in which we live. And what is that exactly? But that we are to be ready for? Where well, it's the things that God warned about in the Book of Revelations, or John warned about in the Book of. Revelations. It's the thing uh, that we were taught, that was spoken of in Ezekiel and by the prophet David. Uh, so, and and that is just be ready for you know the end times, the times that uh, are going to bring utter sorrow, but at the same time bring repentance and bring people to Christ, and also at the same time cause many, even of the elect, meaning Christians out there, uh, to leave the gospel. And I think that's where we are today many people are leaving the Word of God and are leaving God altogether. Uh, Either it's because they're doubting His reality, or it's because they see the chaos in the world, or it's because uh, they see other Christians in the way that they act. And may I uh, encourage you, don't um, judge God based off of your brothers' and sisters' actions who claim to be Christians or who are Christians. It is for only God to judge that person's actions, but a person will always fail you. They will always let you down. They're going to do something wrong. They're going to do something crazy. Uh, in my lifetime, that's I've seen a lot of failures coming from the very high ups, uh, as high up as TBN, to all the way down on the other side. Uh, you know, of, of Christianity, you have super Christians uh, that a lot of people think are invincible, when in reality, they're just as broken as the average person. So never, ever look to another person uh, for a picture of God and, and Christ and who He is. Uh, we really got to focus on God on that. Uh, now, I wanted to share with you also, a Barnab poll came out, uh, and it was discovered that 90% of political liberals have never even read the Bible. And so then my question is, is it no surprise uh, that they cannot discern between good and evil? They're taught even at the school level that everything is about political correctness. They're taught that in high school. They're taught that in college, but they're not taught about the very moral basis of humanity itself. So oftentimes there's a misjaded or misguided, uh, liberal side to a lot of people. So I guess I, in this report, I know I often talk about the political correctness that's gotten out of hand and it really has, but maybe we should reach out to our brothers and sisters this holiday season the liberal side, and try to win them over for good. Maybe we start at the scriptural basis of sharing Jesus Christ with them. And that, in a sense, is going to fix the political correctness issue that the globalists and the New World Order and the leftist Democrats are using to manipulate the minds of Americans, to manipulate the minds into some speci- specific doctrine. If we can reach them for Christ Everything else will be fixed as far as their views and their politics, Uh, but I believe this is something that needs, you know, utmost attention, especially considering the day and age in which we are living. We have to remember yet again that we as Christians, even nationalists out there, are all under an aggressive attack by the secular realm with our demise as an intended result. They don't want us to thrive. They want our demise. Their plan is total annihilation of truth and godly consciousness uh, by kind of using a Saul Alinsky style method to achieve the Hungarian dialectic. You know, the ultimate goal, as I said a moment ago, and their big picture is to see Christians out of the world system, which is exactly why we need to be in strong prayer against some of the woos of the enemy, against some of the practices of the enemy, and wear the entire armor of God. That's why God uh, wrote down the armor of God for Christianity, so we can protect ourselves from the spiritual attacks and just the attacks happening in the world. Uh, now, many Christians are very politically aware of the bizarre wickedness and the world system, but uh, even Christians out there refuse to recognize the same degree of wickedness within Christianity. So I say that because we are actually fighting two things here. We're standing against the corruption of the world, but we also fail to recognize the corruption within Christianity itself. We've got so much uh, stuff like social justice creeping in, uh, so many of these lies by the enemy that have literally turned the Christian church inside out. Even Many of our mega churches ha- have gone in opposite directions, and everything at those mega churches has become about. Adding members versus adding members uh, to the Word of God, or standing up for a political congressman who's running for office—these are things that they can't even do within the church. They're not allowed to stand politically because it will put them at risk via their 501c3. So many remain quiet, which makes it very hard for many of you out there listening to find a church or or, or a good congregation uh, to be a part of. Uh, and you know, and I encourage you at least be a part of something if it's not a church, you know, start a home group or a home study group, where at least you're focusing in on the Word of God. And scriptures are very clear that we are not to forsake the assembling of the saints together. Uh, And and now let me take this over to China, take the political side of this. Over in China, as I've stated many times on my channel, there are Christians out there dying for their faith. They're getting rounded up, slaughtered, uh, sent to re-education centers by Yi Jinping. And these are underground churches. Now, there are above-ground churches you can say, Oh, I brought my Bible in to China. Yeah, but not much longer is that going to be allowed. And keep in mind, above ground church is not really a quote unquote real church because Xi Jinping is requiring them to sing hymnals to them to him, not to Jesus. Put his picture on the wall. Submit to the governing authorities, not Jesus or God as the Godhead. So these above ground churches literally have to uh, basically worship the communist regime, and if they don't. Then they're forced underground. And if they go underground, then they're rounded up by uh, Yi Jinping and, and and his people that are following and doing his will. Uh, so Christians, not only are they getting persecuted in China, but in, in multiple uh, Muslim countries. And in fact, according to the most persecuted uh, group, uh, according to statistics and whatnot, the most persecuted group of the 21st century are actually Christians and Christianity. So God told us in the scriptures that that would happen in the latter days, and that's exactly what we're seeing. Exactly what we're seeing. That's why the scriptures also say, He who endures to the end shall be saved. He wants endurance from us. He wants us to follow Him under All situations and circumstances, and that even means today when the political correct thing to do is, uh, you know, to not say anything against abortion or not say anything against homosexuality or not say anything against uh che- out having sex outside of marriage or cheating on your spouse. Uh, these are Christian values. Uh, where literally in the future that we're coming into, all and any and all sin for that matter has been flipped into good. When good becomes evil and evil becomes good, basically. This is this is kind of the concept that they're going with in the future is they're flipping everything that's good into an evil mentality and everything that is evil, making it look good. And it's just just the way that Satan has been working from day one. And we've known about his tactics for a very long time. So be vigilant out there. With that, uh, let me just further talk about the new year. I know 2019 is is coming up here soon and there's lots of things uh, on our agenda. So not new year's resolutions that we can make. Some of those uh, might include, you know, being stronger for the Lord, or as everybody does, I, I usually do going on a diet, going to lose weight. You know, that seems to be a- another prominent one or uh, getting in that job or moving up in the company, having that goal, lots of new year's resolutions we can have out this year. Uh, but I encourage you, no matter what that resolution is always add getting stronger in your faith because we're headed into a very tumulus time or turmoil filled time for 2019. And I really believe that. I'm gonna be eventually putting out a report on, on, you know, my predictions for 2019, and I'll I'll kind of skim through those. And one of them will include, you know, more turmoil in the economy, you know, with all these stock market drops and the feds continually raising our interest rates, and they're not even caring what happens to America at this point, they're attempting, I believe, to collapse the economy or put us through another 2008 recession under President Trump, it could be even deeper than that, which I hope we don't go into. To another depression mode. But the fact of the matter is we're on the precipice of that. We've been on the precipice for quite some time, so I don't foresee the economy necessarily getting better, but there could be a lot of turmoil in the stock market, and uh, gold, I I would predict, would increase, along with precious metals and silvers. Uh, Bitcoin, I don't know. (laughs) At this point, uh, that's, that's, that's Bitcoin and all your cryptocurrencies could go any direction right now, as far as I'm concerned, but people, I'm still hopeful. That that's going to increase. Also, uh, some other predictions that I have for 2019 uh, that I have been asked is with President Trump, is he going to um, be impeached or assassinated? Now I don't think he'll be assassinated. I think they know that if that were to happen, that the people are kind of onto that game after JFK and after all uh, you know the the things on the internet about JFK. Everybody knows what really happened and what they really did. And so I'm not sure they'll move in that direction, but uh, I think it's possible, however, that they could go the impeachment route or attempt to uh, go forward with the impeachment route. And it's a scary thought because we have a really good president right now who's standing for American values and principles above and beyond anything else we've ever seen before. He's very strong in his nationalist views and is against the new world order. And because of that, Many people are wanting to put his name on a chopping block. They want to degregate society and start these race, quote unquote, wars within our culture. Now, another thing that I predict for this uncoming year, aside from economic stability and, and uh, the possibility that they could impeach Trump, is this fake Russian collusion narrative hopefully will either A, come to an end, or it will be one of the reasons uh, they, quote unquote, attempt to impeach him. Now, last year, I predicted that it would not be done by 2018. And I was 100% right. They're still not done with it because just the truth is they really don't have any evidence against Trump. However, in this year, I believe it's possible that they could absolutely, you know, fake some kind of evidence uh, on President Trump because they have the technology, they have the ability to do all that. I mean, they have computer programs where they could put my face on Obama's body and my lips moving on Obama's body and and I could pretend to say something, or they can do the same with Trump and pretend like some words are coming out of their mouth. So the technology exists and is absolutely there. Another thing that I see is a rise in technology, a massive rise in technology. We have uh, things that are recording everything we do and say on the internet. I think there's going to be more of a battle on the technological front uh, from people like us who are awake to all the surveillance and getting more tech savvy to stand up against things like that, against the facial recognition technology, against all these things that they're pushing on us. And I think that the amount of surveillance on humanity is only going to increase because of the normalcy bias in America. They're going to get so sick and tired of hearing about everything within technology that... uh the fact that they're recording everything you do and say and do in your home is just going to be non-issue because they're so used to it. And I think that's the end game. They want to dumb down everybody to get them so used to it that it doesn't matter and they're sick of fighting. It's another attack that the leftists have been pushing for a while. Uh, Some other things we could end up seeing is increased civil riots and protests. And these could come from both the left and the right. I think that's a possibility. We see, the rise of the uh, yellow vest there in um, France. And I believe that that could be something that, well, uh, happens, it could spread here to the United States. Because right now there is a big movement against uh, the New World Order, against the globalists, and that's one visible way in which it's being presented. So I think there's going to be an increase of Uh, I guess stance against New World Order versus nationalists across the board. We even have nationalists people running for candidacy in Iraq. Uh, we're talking, you know, the Middle East here. And but from Britain to Iraq to America to Yemen to France to Germany. I mean, we've had candidates everywhere. Uh, Another thing that you're gonna see for the new year is a rise in feminism, homosexuality. When they're putting these kinds of and I'm not talking Real feminism. I'm talking left fake feminism who doesn't even stand for the rights of real women who are uh, wearing burqas and getting stoned to death in other countries. It's heartbreaking what happens to our sisters over in the Middle East, and my heart goes for them. But the feminists here in America see that as a sign of, uh, well, <laughs> not suppression, but they see it as a sign of uh, we're, we welcome everybody. Look, it's just insane the, the way that they're viewing things today. And then, of course, the rise of homosexuality and the breakdown of family. We're seeing that in pretty much all the kids' movies. Uh, another thing that I see is more censorship. Censorship. Unfortunately, at this point, after watching Trump for a year, I'm not seeing much movement against censorship. So that's one of the scariest things in my book. I'm not sure we will get more freedom on the censorship front. I'm not sure uh, we're going to have the right congressmen to stand up against that unless America starts contacting their senators and making an effort to do something. Otherwise, we're all going to lose our freedom. So keep that at the very forefront as for wars and the possibility of of war. Uh, I think tensions are obviously growing with Russia and China. Uh, They scare me a little bit in the event that we could end up at war with some huge power like that. Now, I don't necessarily believe it could happen under Trump, but it's possible. It may be a little more in the future versus the year 2019. Uh, as for gun laws and, and rules and regulations, we know the bump stock ban. I think President Trump just did that to appease the Democrats. That's something I'm, I don't care too much about that you could feel differently. But I think as long as Trump is in office and remains president, that we shouldn't have too many attacks or regulations passed on that end. However, state by state is different because President Trump doesn't control the state. So I think some of our more democratic states, like we've seen in New Jersey and New York, will continue the attack on guns at their local level, but not at the federal level. But definitely, we're still going to witness that a lot at the state level, especially considering uh, what the Democrats did uh at, at the Senate. Uh, they took a, a lot of seats. Not the House. We've got the House. Uh, but we could absolutely see more gun rights taken away. Uh, finally, I guess the other thing that we will see is what God warned about. We will see an increase in earthquakes, tsunamis, fires, uh pestilence, diseases. These are all things that are spoken of in Bible prophecy. Uh, and we know uh, you know, recently. There was a tsunami in uh, Indonesia that killed two hundred, or I believe it's even more than that, three or four hundred at this time. Uh, numbers different, but many others have been injured. So around a thousand in all. Uh, numbers ha- have been speculated, but these are things that the Bible foretold us would happen in the future. So that's why I always keep these things on the list. If God says they're going to happen and everything else that God said would happen has happened, then you can guarantee that we're going to see these things in the future. But that's just a, a quick rundown of some of the things that I forecast for 2019. Uh, and you know, you take them with a grain of salt because you never know uh, exactly what will happen till the year ahead or until we get into 2019. Uh, but I think we should be prayerfully ready and uh, you know, just pray. I guess pray for a new year altogether. Stay strong in Christ. And, uh, you know, follow his dictates, read the Bible, and get involved in, in, in assembling yourself together with other saints. Anyhow, I'm going to make this a short podcast. I just wanted to share my heart with you for 2019 and some of the future predictions I have and uh, share, you know, politically and, and spiritually uh, some of the things that I don't always get to share. Well, I love you guys, and I hope you have an amazing year. I'm Lisa Haven, signing out.